We're down to the final of the T20 World Cup. It'll be played in Melbourne on Sunday evening and it will be England up against Pakistan after the two semi-finals have been won by those respective countries. And to uh, just review the semi-finals and uh, tell us what he thinks may happen in the final, we have the Courier-Mail's chief sports writer, Rob Crash Craddock. How are you, Crash? Very well, Andrew. Yeah, it was... Uh Gosh, there aren't too many T20 games that take your your breath away because we're so sort of desensitised to big hitting. But for England last night to score 170 uh, of 16 overs was just without losing a wicket was was mind blowing. Gee, that, I mean that's that is one of the great innings partnerships of T20 history. And I know it's not a decorated history like. Uh, test cricket, but there's plenty of them. But Alex Hales and Josh Butler, that was extraordinary. Yeah, amazing. Well, what do you think about a crash, though, going, yes, when you speak about it, they were going at 10 and over um, uh, without losing a wicket. And it was, uh, you know, we forget about it now because they got there with four overs to go. But at the change of innings, 168 sort of looked there or thereabouts, didn't it? Well, it did. I was swapping texts with mates saying, I, I fancy India. Mm. A.B. de Villiers tweeted, oh, on the slow pitch, that'll be very hard to get, 168. And he said, we cop, cop plenty back. But they're an amazing team. Cop this about uh, England. Their number 11 batsman, Adil Rashid, the leg spinner, has made 10 first-class mm. centuries. And he's number 11. Like, I don't think we've ever seen a team like that. So, in other words, they can go hard, knowing that all the way down the order, right through the tail, Chris Jordan, Chris Wokes, and the very competent Adil Rashid at number 11, that they can absorb, you know, the loss of wickets. I love the way they play. Matthew Mott, their coach, of course, a Gold Coast boy, Andrew Simon's best mate. But I will say this, I've always felt... In big games, India's batsmen bat selfishly. Mm. They just bat slightly within themselves and are normally a gear below often what they, where they should be. And KL Rao, who he only made five last night, but he, he's one I always watch. And I know in the IPL, no one ever says this publicly, but KL Rao, sometimes they're not unhappy if he, if they don't get him out early because they feel he chews up balls. And um, I just felt Rohit Sharma went too slowly. And the, and the, the looking back at it, how could we see what happened last night coming? Well, it was just in the last 10 overs of the Indian innings when Pandya came in and belted them everywhere that you thought, gee, you know, conditions are conducive to batting, aren't they? And so somewhere in Adelaide, the uh, Indian top order this morning would be thinking, ah, oh, just should have just gone harder, you know? Yeah, and, and Crash, you mentioned the uh, the depth of the England uh, batting side, and obviously the openers are on fire. What do you think the key is for the Pakistan bowlers? You know, they've got the great quicks. Is it is it a Freedy or is it the spinners? What do you think the key is to maybe? Oh, break I through think that it's order? a bit of both. Will to be honest, but I do think that when a Freedy shines, so do Pakistan. You know, if you can, if you, he has at times in big games, they've taken him down. Matthew Wade got him in the last World Cup in uh, in Dubai. Um, but under under pressure, if you can get on him early. But uh, they've they've just got pace. Uh, they've got swing, and 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 they it'll be just such a wonderful contest. This this is the final that the tournament deserves, and everyone is harking back to the World Cup final of 1992 when Imran Khan's Pakistanis 
he, he famously beat England in the final to a narrative that was so similar to yeah. this one. They stumbled earlier in the tournament, and I remember seeing him train at the Gabba with him around there, and they looked like Brown's cows. I remember as they jogged past us, they were wearing about seven different uniforms, <laughs> and it was just, they were a ramshackle team. I thought, look at this mob, will you? And he, he developed this phrase saying, we've got to play like cornered tigers, and they did, and they searched through one. Well, this is a similar narrative. They went to Rottnest Island after they lost against Zimbabwe, Matthew Hayden said some of them rode their bikes, others had a swim, they had a team dinner, and they said, right, let's just give it everything, and they have. It's uh, it's quite wonderful. Great story. Alex Hales was man of the match after his 86 off 47 balls. He had this to say after the game. And they would be right up there for sure. It's a huge occasion. India in the semi-final of a World Cup, um, big occasion. I'm really happy with the way I played. So, uh, yeah, it's as special as it gets. This is one of the best grounds to bat in the world, um, especially in the power play. It's a really, really good surface, um, great value for good cricket shots with um, the smaller square boundaries. So, um, it's a ground I've got good memories at and a ground I enjoy batting at. I never thought I'd play in a World Cup again, so to get the chance is a very special feeling in a country that I love and I've spent a lot of time in. So, tonight's one of the, one of the best nights of my career. Crash, I think that was the most telling comment. I never thought I'd play in a World Cup again after all of the indiscretions that Alex Hales went through. And he's plied his trade on many of the uh, the T20 competitions around the globe, but especially in Australia and especially the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, I mean, we kept on hearing from the English journalists that... uh uh, that he'd never, never play again. He was, of course, involved in the famous pub, uh, altercation where, with Ben Stokes when, uh, there was, there was trouble there with a, with a few people. And he and Stokes were allegedly not on speaking terms for a long while. Mm. So, um, it took some, some getting back there. When, when he came to play in the Big Bash, he actually said, he said, look, this is part of my, part of my road back. But he's a beautiful, powerful player, isn't he? That big windmill arms. And um, I, 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 I love what England had done with their white ball cricket. And, Andrew, you remember there was uh, years ago, like, they'd send out Mike Gatting and Graham Gooch mm. to play white ball cricket and they'd stumble around in the field. And they were almost figures of fun. Everyone yeah. said, oh, here's England's white ball team. Like, and we'd all, you know, and they'd have uh, lightweight sort of players or heavyweight players who weren't fit. Not this time. These boys are fit and they're dangerous. Dangerous. They're, they're fearless. And the, the little message from yesterday was simply this. You've just got to go in the power yep. play. Uh, in those first six overs, India just got bogged down. And, and whereas, whereas but, Josh Butler said, I don't care what happens here, I'm going ballistic. And if I come off and we're none for at the end of it, we'll just win the game. And they were. Yeah, it's a good point you make, Crash. They were a sort of object of ridicule, the English uh, white ball team, but they uh, made a real uh, commitment to turn it around, didn't they, when they brought Bayless in and put Owen Morgan in charge. And I think Morgan's uh, should take a lot of credit for where they've got to. Much underrated captain, very good cricketer. Got out when he knew that, you know, he was just on the decline, didn't hang around, you know. There was none of this, uh, dare I say it, Aaron Finch side of things. He'll come good. No, he saw it and left. And they've uh, moved on now. They've got a great white ball captain in Butler. So I think they go into the game in pretty good shape, albeit I still think it's a 50-50 uh, match. Yeah, it's, there's, there's something about Pakistan now that because they're, they're almost playing with the casino's cash, yeah, aren't they? Right. Because they were out of the tournament. They'd lost their first two games. They were done. They were finished. It was a nightmare. They're copying abuse from home. And now they're in the final. Like, they are so buoyant. 
and, and, you know, every time I see one of Matthew Hayden's dressing room addresses to them, you know, you can tell they're... Um, although, interestingly, um, Haydos, uh, he said that they barely celebrate a victory. They're so modest. So he has to partner with the bowling coach, Sean Tate, the former Australian, to have their own little <laughs> celebration. And uh, Tate loves, uh, loves a quiet ale, so I'm sure that one goes well. But they, uh, oh, they're just dangerous. And with, particularly with Bubba Azam playing well and Wishwan playing well now, they, they're, they're, they're a tough team. So honestly, I just can't pick this one. But isn't it funny how theories come and go, Andrew? My pet theory for the, has long been put runs on the board and, and in a final and, and get people to chase. Well, that's just completely been exploded in the last 48 hours. So. Yeah. The joy of sport, mate. It makes fools of us all, none more so than me. <laughs> and what about the uh, the crowd crash? I think we were all hoping in the back of our minds to get another spectacle like we saw with India and Pakistan in the round game. Can we ship the Barmy Army out in time? Can England show up yeah. and make it up, up, you know, fill out that MCG? Well, I think uh, it'll be fascinating to see. Oh, they will get a good crowd because it is the final, but it won't be the absolute frenetic crush it would have been. Well, the, the, the India... Um, Pakistan game sold out in half an hour, 90,000 seats for the, to earlier in the tournament. And the crush would have been even greater if they were in the final. So, um, but there, there won't be that sort of thing. But I think that they'll still, it'll still be nearly, I'm sure, nearly a sellout because a lot of people just go along because it's a World Cup final. Just in closing, Crash, does this World Cup tournament get a pass or a fail from you as, a, uh, as uh, an event? Uh, uh, Australia's performance does not get a pass. Really disappointing. Flat uh, and featureless with no star player. The tournament itself, I loved it. And here's why. I think it's been one of the most significant events in the history of cricket because it's these young nations... That are, that are emerging nations like Ireland are poking their way through, Namibia's coming through, and it's just wonderful that they've got some big scalps. They've got a, they've got hope for the future. Uh, the Netherlands are guaranteed to start in the next World Cup. This is what we want. We've, cricket has found the vehicle to take the game worldwide, and, and I just think, good on it. You know, it's good. Oh, I'm not, I prefer test cricket, but if you're going to grow the game, this is the way to do it. And this is the tournament in which cricket has announced itself. I love it. Good on you, Crash, and look forward to catching up with you again on Monday morning. Thank you. See you then, Tony. Bye.